0: I came from long way, from the dream, from Africa to here. It is you gotta have the joy because there's a thousand, a thousand kids who are praying to be where I am today. But if I'm here, you gotta have that joy because God, is he's, he's still in the throne and He's leading me and everywhere I'm going. So I have the joy of the Lord. This is Damian Lillard, and you are listening to the Briefcase with Casey Holdog.
1: Greetings, pleasure fans, and welcome to the Briefcase, Episode 43. Of the briefcase. I'm your host Casey Holdall, and that was Kentucky center Oscar Shibway, who participated in a group pre draft workout with the Trailblazers Thursday afternoon at their facility in Twalt. Shibway, whose basketball journey brought him from the Congo to Virginia to Pennsylvania to West Virginia to Kentucky, and now potentially on the verge of being in the NBA, worked out alongside Miles Burns out of Old Miss, Antoine Davis out of Detroit Mercy, Max Lewis out of Pepperdyme. Sir Jabari Rice out of Texas, and DeAndre Williams out of Memphis, as Trailblazers continue to hone in on their plan for the 2023 NBA Draft. We'll hear more from Shebway and from Max Lewis, run down where the Trailblazers are at in their pre-draft process, and consider some new hires who will staff Portland's yet-to-be-named G-League team on this edition of The Briefcase. Since Portland's G-League team is going to be near and dear to my home in North Portland, let's go ahead and start with the G-League first. It's been about a month and a half since the Trailblazers announced that they would be launching a G League team in time for the 2023-24 season. We know that the team will play their games at the Child Center at the University of Portland. Shout out to all my fellow Peninsula residents. But there wasn't much more information about the team to share other than that. Until last week first, the result of Portland's G League expansion draft was announced, with the team getting the rights to 14 players, including players like Kyle Guy and Justin Jackson. Now, there's no guarantee any of those 14 players will play for Portland's G League team, and in fact, it's probably a much safer assumption that few, if any, will end up on the roster, but it's just one tool in terms of building out the roster heading into the 2023-24 season. And obviously, when you're starting a team from scratch, it would make sense to have an expansion draft, at least to give you the rights to those players, once again, even if you don't end up actually signing and playing those players the trailblazers had multiple players on their team at the end of last season who were g-league players including guys like skylar mays and i would assume that if those guys want to come back the team would like to have those guys back so i would imagine that they have the inside track the guys who finished out the season for portland last year of getting a g-league roster spot going into this season in fact i've seen some of those guys around town so i'd actually be surprised if some of the players who finished out portland season last year from the g-league weren't on their g-league team up here in portland And then a few days ago, the Trailblazers announced that Danny Connors, who has worked in Portland's front office for the last seven seasons, has been named general manager of Portland's heretofore unnamed G League team, and that Poo Jedder, a University of Portland legend who has played pro basketball at just about every level over the course of the last decade, will serve as the team's assistant general manager. Jedder finished up his playing career by spending the last two seasons with the G League Ignite, who also happens to be the team that Scoot Henderson, who many assume the Trailblazers will select with the third pick of the 2023 NBA draft, if he's on the board at least, played for the last two seasons as well. My understanding is that Jeter will also work in player development for the Trailblazers, but that might be in more of an unofficial capacity. But either way, a North Portland legend, Pooh Jeter, returning to the Child Center. I'm sure the folks at UP are stoked about that. I know the Blazers are stoked about it as well. Got a chance to meet Poo the other day. Really great guy. Really looking forward to seeing what he does in this next stage of his career. And then on Thursday, the Trailblazers announced that Jim Moran has accepted the head coaching position for the new G League team, whatever they end up calling it. Moran started his NBA coaching career in Portland in 2014 as a video coordinator and eventually worked his way up to being an assistant coach on Terry Stotts' staff. More recently, Moran served as an assistant coach with the Detroit Pistons for the last two seasons. He worked in G League player development in 2013 for the Maine Red Claws after a 10-year career with Grand Canaria of the Spanish ACB League. His number is the only number retired at Gran Canaria, which I visited once when visiting Sergio Spanish Chocolate Rodriguez more than a decade ago. Moran, despite being a native New Yorker, also has Irish citizenship, which allows him to play for the Irish national team from 2001 to 2006. I don't know that I've ever seen the Irish national team play a game, so uh, Jim, you might have to pull some footage of that just so I know it's actually real. So that's Jim Moran's official bio. His unofficial bio is that he's one of the nicest guys you're going to come across either in the NBA or in the broader public. He's beloved and respected by players and was easily one of the most popular assistants on Stotts' staff, which was already a pretty likable staff to begin with. He's the father of twins. He's an all-around great guy, and I could not be happier that he's back with the organization. I'm really looking forward to taking the quick trip from my home in North Portland up to UP to see a Jim Moran coach team play, whatever they end up calling that team. And on that note, expect more information about the launch of Portland's new G League team sometime soon after the 2023 NBA Draft. And speaking of the 2023 NBA Draft, the Trailblazers have one week to go and have held nine pre-draft workouts at the facility in Tualatin, and I suspect they're going to have at least one more before they wrap up the process. They've hosted four solo workouts featuring Amin and Asser Thompson, Scoot Henderson, and most recently, Cameron Whitmore, and five group workouts featuring 30 different players. Those brought in for solo workouts are all projected to go within the top eight, and many are considered to all go in the top five, depending on who you're asking, while the group workouts typically featured one or two late first-round guys, a few second-round guys, and then those who will likely go undrafted. And that was the case in Thursday's workout in Tualatin as well. As I previously noted, Thursday's workout featured Miles Burns of Old Miss, Antoine Davis, who came four points away from setting the NCAA record for scoring held by Pistol Pete Marinovich out of Detroit Mercy. Max Lewis out of Pepperdine, Sabari Rice out of Texas, and DeAndre Williams out of Memphis. First, let's go ahead and hear from Max Lewis, a six-seventh sophomore forward out of Pepperdine who averaged 17.1 points on 47% shooting from the field, 35% shooting from three, and 78% shooting from the line, 5.7 rebounds, and 2.8 assists for a Waves team that only won nine games last season and finished last in the WCC. He is projected to be selected by the Jazz with the 28th pick in ESPN's most recent mock draft, for whatever that's worth. So here's what Max Lewis had to say after his workout in Portland.
2: Do you say passing is one of the parts of your game you're most proud of? Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, underrated. Uh, a lot of people don't know I could pass. I think once I'm starting to I've been watching a lot of film just paying attention to details. I can make some really good passes so, yeah. right,
0: What do you say you're watching film? Or are you watching film of yourself or film of others?
2: Uh, I watch a little bit of both uh, season little old old uh, good games bad games um, NBA players, etc so, yeah.
1: What kind of feedback have you gotten from teams throughout the
2: process? Um, they really seen that I can compete. Um, not having the greatest year at Pepperdine, only winning nine games, 11 game, Blue Street, um, just going out and just competing. I feel like I've shown that I can shoot it consistently off a catch and shoot and off the dribble and um, just competing and just guarding.
1: So you feel like the, the fact that Pepperdine didn't have this sense you would have liked to see, you feel like that's maybe something you have to answer in these workouts?
2: Or? Oh, yeah, I for sure got to show that. Uh, that's step one, just showing I can compete, um, that I'm not soft, I'm aggressive, and I can get up in guys and guard.
0: Max, what's the difference between your role at, at Pepperdine versus
1: how you can kind of project in the NBA? What, what didn't you show there that you can do in the NBA or vice
2: versa? Um, well, it will be my first year, so um, really just just doing the little things, um, getting a lot of more rebounds, um, sending a lot of off-ball screens because, you know, going into the league as a, as a rookie and stuff, potential rookie, I won't be able to do what I did at Pepperdine, so I got to start from scratch and just do the little things to stay on the court do you think it says about you that you know only have you know nine games Pepperdine last year but you're still
1: you know projected to go in the, in the draft this year?
2: Right I feel like um, every game I just showed something um, even though we didn't win um, I could have been even better leader but I just always show clips and just glances that I'm a pro and I can just do that stuff. I have the body, but uh, just doing um, dunking from almost the free throw line, um, being in the gap, just my seven-foot wingspan, little things like that, uh, were really intriguing to NBA scouts. And that's what got me here.
0: And yes. you,
1: this is you've, this is the second time in this prospect. You were you declared or were considering jumping a few years ago, is that correct?
2: Yeah, um, it was called Chameleon BX like three years ago, but it, it didn't get this far at all. Yeah, okay. At all, so, yeah
1: been to Portland obviously because of WCC play yeah. just just what do you what do you think of this city
2: uh, I love Portland I don't really like the it's so cloudy and stuff like that <laughs> but uh, right now in summer I feel like this is the best time to be here I love just just this atmosphere and all the trees and it's great NBA teams these days are
1: really looking for guys who can shoot from three and can defend on the perimeter three and D kind of the sure. some terminology of it uh, do you feel like you have the, those elements to your game you could be a guy like that
2: yeah, for sure. That's um that's the main thing I feel like I can do even more um, when the years come down. But when I first get here, just making shots and just being able to guard is what's going to get me on the floor.
1: You mentioned <laughs> the fact that you wanted to be a better leader. What does that entail for you?
2: An uh, NBA, or yeah, in the
1: NBA.
2: right. Uh, well, I meant really in college. Um, yeah. just wanted to win more games. But uh, I'm a rookie, so I don't. I'm do the much, as much as I can. But they they got it. The, the veterans got it. <laughs>
1: come in and like say oh so sorry dame this is my team oh no no
2: sir i'll be booted right after that statement what uh what is your workout schedule been like are you like an everyday or somewhere else or how, how what the, how's that process yeah through? it's been really tough this is about my 11th workout uh i might got three more my uh my trainer keeps adding them so um i'm glad it's almost over but uh yeah i have about three more
1: I know it's a hard thing to gaze but do you feel like through the process you've maybe worked your way up a little bit because I know you've been kind of projected as a late first round guy mm. um, but it seems like if you're doing a lot of workouts a lot of teams are interested it seems to
2: right yeah um, I actually did go and do a couple teams over um, but yeah in my opinion after just being in this environment and just playing against the top guys I feel like I'm a, a top 20 guy so we'll see sky's the limit So there you go,
1: Maxwell Lewis making his case. When you read up about Maxwell, the book on him seems to be that he's obviously a very talented scorer and has a lot of 3 and D potential, but I think teams don't know exactly what to take from his performance the last couple seasons, particularly last season for a Pepperdine team that was just not very good. Was that a product of the team being bad or is he a very good player who just got stuck on a bad team? And he kind of addressed that a little bit, which is why I think he mentioned that he's gone and had workouts for multiple teams at this point. He seems like a guy to me where teams, I think, are probably interested in what he can do for you. They're interested in his upside, but I think they want to see him in person a little bit more because they probably just don't know how much they can take from the tape that they have from this season at Pepperdine. So now let's go ahead and hear more from Oscar Shibway. a 6'9", 260-pound center who played his first two seasons at West Virginia before transferring to Kentucky for his junior and senior seasons. The 23-year-old Congolese center was named All-SEC Defense, the SEC Player of the Year, the Sporting News and USBWA Player of the Year, and the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar winner all in 2022, though he stuck around for another season at Kentucky nonetheless. This season, he averaged 16.5 points on 56% shooting from the field and 73% shooting from the line, 13.7 rebounds, 1.6 assists, 1.6 steals, and a block in 33.5 minutes per game. Most projections have him going somewhere late in the second round to undrafted, likely due to his age, though I'd be pretty surprised if a player with his size, skill set, and attitude didn't end up on an NBA roster next season. So let's go ahead and hear from Oscar, who had easily one of the best post-workout pre-draft media interviews of 2023.
0: How did today go for you? Today went great. Today went good. I was making some shots, but that's not what I do. I'm a rebounding machine. That's what. (laughs) But today went good. uh, I I had a good time. I uh, appreciate to be here and some of a great player too. You're a rebounding machine. I love to hear that. Uh, when did you decide that was part of your game you really wanted to focus uh, on? Playing a team in high school, we were losing too so much. I did not know how I can help. Then I say, I just got to go grab everything. Then I found out it was one of the greatest gifts God has ever given me. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Man. Yeah, he <laughs> was great. Yeah. And after that, we started winning, so it was good. Uh, like Dennis Rodman, any of the, like, the big time rebounders guys you look up to? Absolutely, I, I watch Dennis all the time and I read him all the time how he gets every time somebody shoot, he read the ball and he go beat everybody down there just for the ball and I just I don't really beat up people too much just a little bit but <laughs> I just gotta get the ball <laughs> so, obviously, rebounding
1: is one of the things you want to show at the <laughs> NBA level. Um, what, what are some of the other things that you're looking to
0: achieve? I got a lot of better. Uh, today, I shoot the ball really good um, and um, set a good ball screen, go to the rim. Down, finish it strong, make it passes and be able to stop a ball, be able to move your feet. I got a lot of better today, like i uh, prove more.
1: What have you kind of heard from teams so far throughout this process?
0: They like what uh, they, every team said. They like what they're saying. I got a lot of better from watching me from college and now. But right now, they say just keep doing what you do best. And uh, most of the tank team is going to help you with and I keep getting better. Keep getting better. Rebound. Like I, always I'm gonna keep getting better now. Shooting drew. pick and roll, be able to communicate, spacing, all those things. And I, this is uh this is my couple workout. Now I'm learning from the team and I ask him questions, what can I do better, what can I do better? And I roll down and I keep improving from those things. Defensively, how would you describe your game? Defensively you get better, it's getting better. Pick and roll defense is getting a lot better and uh Be able to communicate, be able to switch, uh, stop, stay in front of goal, be able to contest. Everything is getting a lot better. I'm I'm proud. I'm getting better.
1: As a team, you know, Kentucky was kind of up and down while you were there. What Mm -hmm. did you learn from that process?
0: I learned from that process. uh, You know, we get to learn from tough times. We don't learn from good times. Sometimes, tough time, I learned that you gotta be responsible. You gotta be able to lead. You gotta be able to communicate you got to be able to carry your team when things are not going right. Relay rely on each other and I learn all those things. That's why I believe one day I will help a team to win a championship in the NBA, I believe.
1: You, you talked about kind of some of the things you're working on. How would you describe
0: NBA big
1: men these days? Because the it's changed quite a bit over the
0: last It day. is. NBA has got to another level right now. Um, the big men right now, you got to be able to to see the flow, you got to be able to communicate, you got to be able to react fast, you got to be able to pick and roll, spacing, you got to know, you got to know, like I get down there, I got two, second, three, I got to get out, leave a space open for somebody can drive, be able to dunk spot, be able to make it those 15, 17 footers, that's one of my game, and threes, but I don't think a team, unless the team need me to make a threes, today I was making threes. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I just, uh, for me, I just believe uh, God is in control of everything. And I'm, I know I'm going to help a team one day because uh, I'm uh, the type of person who I play dirty. I bring a lot of energy in the team. I run the flow. I know in the NBA, I watch NBA a lot of time. Many big like to jog. But me, I'm speeding up the... <laughs> Get a easy layup and fight for rebound and do that. I think team you'll need that someday in the NBA. Where does the joy of, of this game come like come from? Because you can tell you just love it. I love the game. It's a great opportunity to be able to where I am today, working out with the trail braces, trying my chance. It is has is gotta be grace. And I believe God is in it. in it too. I came from a long way. From the dream, from Africa to here. It is you gotta have the joy because there's a thousand, a thousand kids who are praying to be where I am today. But if I'm here, you gotta have that joy because God, He's He's still in the throne and He's leading me and everywhere I'm going. So I, I have a joy of the Lord.
1: You make me cry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw like you and your Jimmy get along. <laughs> how, how many workouts have you had so far? This is my 13. 13. Okay. Yes.
1: Do you have a goal for yourself about maybe kind of what you've hoped to achieve through this process?
0: For me, I'm just telling them uh, I'm just here to show you that one day I'm going to be able to help you. I know, like, I don't get some of them asking me, what do you see yourself? You see yourself in the NBA? You see, I say, I see myself in the NBA and the NBA team, and we're working toward a championship because uh, I watch uh, all these finals, all these playoffs. If you can go get this ball, rebound, and give it to your team, you are like, give them another chance to win a game. Um, I watched it. There was not a lot of big men who were fighting for that. That's what I did. I lead a college with um, almost like 16 rebounds a year for the whole season. And I believe I can do an NBA too because God has given me that gift. And I'm not let that gift die. I'm going to use it to help team win championship. So there you go. Oscar Sheboy out of Kentucky. Great
1: interview. Seems like a great young man. Whatever he ends up doing, I'm sure he's going to be successful at it. He sure seems to me like the kind of guy who an NBA team would maybe take a chance on. Again, he's got some size. He talked about his shooting. He's a guy who doesn't shoot three-pointers, but I think he knows in the NBA as a center now, you at least – you don't necessarily have to be a shooter, but you have to at least be a minor threat from three, particularly from the corners. And he mentioned multiple times during his workout that he was hitting three-pointers, even though if you look at his stats, he basically didn't shoot any throughout the course of his college career, which makes sense considering the teams he was on. Either way, best of luck to Oscar, Maxwell, and everyone else who's come through Portland for pre-draft workouts. It's been a very good process. I feel like we've had a really good group of guys come through. It's been a nice way to bridge the time between the end of the season and and the NBA draft, which is scheduled one week from today at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And that will do it on this edition of The Briefcase. I'll be back very soon with another edition covering Cam Whitworth's workout in detail and potentially any other workouts that might take place before the team hunkers down in their bunker next week as they make their final preparations for Thursday's draft. So thank you for joining me on this edition of The Briefcase. Please consider liking and subscribing if you haven't already, wherever you get your podcasts. It's a pretty exciting time. One week to go until the NBA draft. This is the best part of the offseason, in my opinion. We'll be coming back with more for you real soon. So thank you for listening. This has been The Briefcase. I'm Casey Holdall. Go Blazers.